from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa F, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Still to come this hour, uh, Paul Spore on Major League Baseball. Wes Reynolds will join us uh, just before he is part of the uh, crew that does the Lombardi line. Did I Michael back on the Lombardi line today? Anyone? Yeah, no, no. No, not today. Told, no. Wes Reynolds and uh, Patrick Maher. The today. great Patrick Maher. The great Patrick Maher and Wes Reynolds. So Wes will join us uh, prior to them doing that at the top of the hour. Um, NBA draft is on Thursday. First of all, this is the time of year, now that the Warriors have secured their fourth title in eight years. Have I mentioned that on this show before? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> By the way, again, the Bill Simmons take that somehow this is not a dynasty. Bill, listen, uh, I'm sorry to, sorry to share this with you, but you're not the arbiter of what a dynasty is and is not. Let's just put it that way. If you don't think the Warriors four years and eight years, four titles in eight years is a dynasty, where two of those other years they had 73 wins and one of the other ones they lost because one of their players popped their Achilles and the other blew out his knee during the finals, I don't know what to tell you. But besides the Bill Russell Celtics, they're better than any Celtics dynasty that's ever existed. Let's just put it that way. Again, modern-day history, I would put the, uh, the Lakers 6. Excuse me, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen 6, followed by the Lakers and Magics 5, followed by this Warriors team as the three best dynasties in basketball of our lifetime. Now, this is a nice time of year. By the way, you were also saying, Jeff, off-air, we were just talking off-air about how 
Draymond is getting into it with John Morant on Twitter, which is like so stupid of Draymond. Like, Draymond, stop. Like, he was one of his teammates. I was just like, why are you engaging them? Anyway, I was, I was in uh, San Francisco on Saturday. Just a reminder of just how beautiful it is when the weather is beautiful there. And uh, traffic was messed up because they're all setting up for the Warriors parade today. At least that was their excuse. And uh, they made the decision today, no rally at the Warriors parade. So they're just doing a parade and then they're no, no one's speaking. Yeah, I don't quite understand that. Is that COVID related? I, who knows? Who knows? That they decided to do that? Yeah, or they're just like, yeah, it's our fourth. What else are we going to say? You know, but think about think about the Bay in the last, what is it, 12 years, 13 years, three Giants World Series and four Warriors titles. Good God. They are blessed. Anyway, you were saying Memphis has become the most, the, this postseason, they've become the most loathsome team in the NBA? I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but they definitely have taken a big hit, a big hit to their likability this postseason. Really, all it really started when Dylan Brooks uh, near, uh, broke attempted, Gary Payton the second's elbow. He attempted homicide. Yeah, and then this whole thing afterwards. Just shut up. This is just nonsense. And then Jenkins acting like a buffoon the whole series too. After that, well, what was interesting about is when we went over the NBA futures for next year. And we were going through, all oh, the Warriors are plus 650, and all these other teams are, are close. Uh, the Clippers, the, the um, Brooklyn Nets, and, of course, the Celtics being the other three teams up there. And we were going through the best value, and we thought the Mavericks and the Nuggets had really good value in the teens. Maybe the Pelicans as a long shot at 40-1 to 1 had some intrinsic value. But I, I would always ask at the end, no love for the Grizzlies? And you and Kelly and Matt on primetime, very quick to be like, no, don't really see it. Don't really say it. To win a title anyway, you know. They could win 50, 55 regular yeah. season games again, but they're, no. not winning, they're not winning four best of sevens. Anyway, didn't mean to go off on a Grizzlies tangent, but the, this is a nice time of year once the finals are done is because now here in Vegas especially, Summer League coming up July 7th through the 17th. You're going to go to how many over-under on number of Summer League games you'll attend, Jeff? Regardless of whatever that number is, it will be an under. Oh, really? That, well, that event was so was so much fun to go to about five, six years ago, and it has just gotten so out of control where you can barely, like, in the past, you could go in, you get both gyms, basically sit wherever you want in Cox Pavilion, which is the smaller one, sit wherever you want in Thomas and Mac, but now it's, it's, it's hard. It, unless if you get there right at the beginning of the day, it's hard to sit wherever you want to. Jeff, we're going. All right. I'm dragging well, I guess you we're out bending there. me over then. We're, I'm dragging you out to Summer League. I have no problem with that. Those are fun days. Any uh, any interest in doing the show from Summer League, or are we too early in the morning? Oh, that's pro- – well, you know, I think that's a conversation we should have with yeah. someone else. You know, if, if only we were sponsored by BetMGM. <laughs> um, uh, so there's Summer League. It's a nice time of year because of Summer League here. And, of course – because it's the NBA draft this week, and this is, again, a bettable activity. Though not like the NFL draft, I would I will acknowledge, not like the NFL draft, because obviously the NFL, we bet every which way, um, and it has been a historically profitable thing. The NBA draft, I mean, here's the thing. We are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Entry number 5,400,004 on this. Do you know how many shops here in town actually have a single? I'm just talking about one. How many shops in town have even one NBA draft prop up to bet? 
Any guesses? Oh, I already told you. You already told me. The answer is one. 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 Shout out to William Hill for uh, having this up. And all they have up, I believe, is the first overall pick. I could be wrong about that. But if you are in a jurisdiction, and by the way, maybe BetMGM has it in other, in other jurisdictions. They just don't have it in Nevada. They, they do have it yeah. in the jurisdictions that allow draft betting. Yes, correct. Something like New York, I believe, does not allow draft. No Connecticut, no, no Con- New York. I didn't see them in the Pennsylvania version. Yeah, so wherever it is allowed by regulation, they have them there too. DraftKings obviously has a bunch up. I will tell you, DraftKings has. And we will we will step up our NBA draft coverage tomorrow with Drew Dinsick, who's been really getting into it. Adam Stanko will join us later in the week. So we will have... Many an opinion before Thursday's uh, Thursday night's NBA draft. Again, an NBA draft where the Magic have the first pick via the lottery and the three players uh, that are on top of the board. Jabari Smith from Auburn, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, and Paolo Boncaro from Duke, largely considered to be the uh, three players that are at the top of that draft. But then Jaden Ivey, I think. Jaden Ivey is about as big of a lock to be the fourth pick, the fourth pick in the draft if Sacramento decides to keep it. A little, little uh, you know, little pushback on that because it's like, oh, well, why would Sacramento want to draft a guard of all things at four? But Jaden Ivey, for many, clearly will be the fourth pick in the draft. Um, so anyway, for those who can bet this in other jurisdictions, and again, at DraftKings, just to be clear on this, and I want to be accurate, but I'll tell you what they have available at this point, Jeff. I mean, they have, first of all, they have an entire NBA draft section. I'll go Cronkite on this. They have pick number in terms of first, second, third, fourth, fifth. You can you can go one through five. They have top ten bets. They have player draft position bets that are available. Uh, they will be who will be drafted first. Matchups. Uh, each individual team's first pick. I don't know if they have each individual team, but they have many, at least three different teams who will be their first pick. And so again, we'll get into it with Drew and with Adam Stanko later in the week. My first thought, though, is let's just talk about the NBA first overall pick, where Jabari Smith is minus 165 to go number one. Now, Orlando has that pick. There's there's obviously always a possibility of a trade, but right now it's Orlando and Jabari Smith in the betting markets at BetMGM here in non-Nevada. Jabari Smith is minus 165. Always shop around. Chet Holmgren plus 140, and Paolo Boncaro is 9-1. to Let me ask you a question, Jeff. Are you? This is a multi-pronged question. First question: Are you 100 percent sure that Jabari Smith is going to be the Magic's pick at number one? As soon as Orlando won the lottery, the first text message I sent to one of my friends was, "This pretty much locks in Smith going one because of the history of Orlando taking the tweeners that they usually do." I think he's going number one. Now, do I want to lay a dollar sixty-five? Like you have to bet MGM? No, I don't. But I have a hard time seeing. Anyone else going number one? Could they take Holmgren? Sure. But it's really just one of those two guys going number one. Once you get past Holmgren, you're not you're not getting you're 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 not winning your bet in all likelihood. Can I can I push back on that a little bit? Go ahead. So the the magic have Jalen Suggs, obviously out of Gonzaga, who, let's put it this way, didn't light up the world his rookie year. <clears throat> Is that kind? Is that a kind way of putting it? Uh, Cole Anthony, obviously, the old Carolina product. Franz Wagner. So, I mean, they've got they've got these, you know, a bunch of college names that are, you know, could could end up being pretty solid pros. Wendell Carter Jr., 
Mo Bamba. So they have a lot of players. What they don't have is a lot of people who can create their own shot. Like a few of those guys, like Suggs, Anthony, Wagner, I mean, kind of, sort of, but not really. They're not scaring anybody. They don't have anybody to, that, that really consistently creates their own shot. And Jabari Smith and Chet Holmgren are not players that can consistently create their own shot. Jabari Smith, great knockdown, six foot ten jump shot. No one is disputing that. Chet Holmgren, great interior defender, one would think. He's got to eat a sandwich or two. But Paolo Boncaro, like Duke's offense, often ran through him. He makes great decisions and can create offense. You don't think all those other Magic players become better if they draft Boncaro, who, by the way, is 9-1 to here at BetMGM. You could find him at 12-1, to I believe, at DraftKings. Last I looked, I'll look again. Here in town, by the way, at the only shop, Will Hill, that has it, not even that good. It was 7-1 to last night. You don't think there's an outside shot? Paolo Boncaro will go with the number one pick in the draft? And by the way, if anybody trades up for number one, that's the dude they're picking, in my opinion. I don't see it. But if I were making the pick, that would be the pick I would make. But that has nothing to do. Again, the pick I would make has nothing to do with what Orlando's going to do. But, Jeff, you know how many people, because I would make Paulo Boncaro my first pick. You know how many people have that sentiment? At some point, the magic, they got one job, Jeff. They got to know who to draft, number one. Isn't that the dude? Shouldn't we be making a long shot bet on Paulo Boncaro? I don't think it's going to win, but I understand where you're coming from. I'm making the bet. I'm making it. Coming back, Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, VSIN, the sports betting network. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff and I were, uh, were continuing our conversation. Uh, that we had last segment here uh, uh, during the break, you didn't get to finish your thoughts on that. And and basically what we're getting at, basically what I'm getting at is, if you're thinking he's the best player, talking about Paolo Boncaro now, in case you missed it, I believe that that's a bet. I, I believe that here we are three and a half days before the NBA draft. And Boncaro is a distant long shot to go number one. Yeah, he's a third shot, but he's a distant third shot. Again, as high as 12 to 1 in some spots, as low as 6 to 1 in others. Got to shop around. But you can get them at 9 to 1, 12 to 1, 11 to 1, I'm saying still. So, three and a half days before the actual event, basically the market is saying he ain't getting picked first. But I'm sitting here saying, I'm making that bet. Because, especially also, if somebody trades for number one, that's the guy they will trade to draft. But I think the magic, I mean, we just saw, we just saw an NBA postseason where, again, it's loud and clear that if you are to be an impact player in the National Basketball Association, the most impactful, you got to create your own shot. We even saw Jason Tatum is a great example here, Jeff, where Jason Tatum, who was, as you said it, it was like proclaimed that he's the best player on this basketball team, the Boston Celtics. But yet even Jason Tatum has trouble sometimes creating his own shot. He's like slow dribble kind of thing. Now, when he's, when he makes his, you know, when he makes his mind up, he's like, I'm driving to the hole and doing it like this different story. When the, when he's in motion, when the plays in flow, he's great on that. But like when he's just set up dribbling, he has trouble even himself. Whereas the Steph Curry's of the world, right? Who's, you know, again, the most underrated thing about Steph is his handle. Well, Boncaro is one of these guys, and especially at his size, who actually can create offense, not only for himself, but for others, makes others better. And so I guess my point is, and, and you were saying, you know, you, uh, you understand, even you would draft him first. Well, I would draft him first. And I guess all I'm saying is, at some point, don't cooler heads have to prevail, and the Magic have to say to themselves, well, maybe we should draft this guy first. I, again, you're dealing with the, the Orlando Magic here. They've been a bad team for a long time for a reason, Gil. And again, Jabari Smith's skill set is an incredible skill set. So is Holmgren's for that matter. So I understand why as I said, wh- wh- why Orlando would go either of those directions. But, but you again, can't keep piling up players who have these nice little skill sets, but they don't mesh with each other. Well, I, well again, that's, yeah. that's why Orlando has missed the playoffs all these years in a row. But I still expect Smith to be to be the pick at number one. And now also, too, I'm just looking through books in Arizona because uh, one book, uh, thanks to Morikawa finishing the top ten, I get a 
get a, a piece of that bet back thanks to a promotion. There you go. So I'm trying to figure out if it's worth using the free bet on this. One major book does not have the first overall pick up right now. Really? They have the second overall pick, the third overall pick, the fourth overall pick, but currently no number one overall pick market, which is very peculiar. We didn't do that, did we? No. Hope not. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Because um, we were just, just spitballing here. But it just seems to me to be a ridiculously weird price on a guy that should be the number one pick on the draft. Uh, in the draft. Again, Thursday night in the NBA. We'll have Drew Dinsick on to discuss uh, his bets on the NBA draft tomorrow. And then, of course, Adam Stanko, who will join us as well later this week, who is tapped in seriously to uh, this kind of event as well. Now, uh, Deshaun Watson. Mark Maskey from the uh, Washington Post just wrote a piece. Um, Ross Tucker just did a podcast on it with him as well that there is now some serious reportage that from Maskey that it looks like some people on, on the Watson side of things are fully expecting a year suspension. And we have said on this show from the moment that this all went down, and then we drove it home further when we saw the real sports piece, which people can say, oh, well, real sports piece is just a publicity thing. Uh, okay, whatever. But they actually had two of the accusers. Is it 24 now? 26? I've already lost count. And maybe more to come. Who firsthand uh, accounts of what went down. I won't repeat the details here. I would just say to you, take some time and watch it. Anybody who watched that, I said, anybody with half a brain, because I know there's some of, there's, believe me, I've talked to people who don't have half a brain on this. You, you can't watch that and not be affected by what you see and not really take what you saw to heart or what you heard to heart. And so, yeah, I came back the next day and I'm like, Scott, this eight games minimum. And I was surprised we had guests that were like, well, I think that pushes it up to six. I'm like, six? What are you talking about? No. Eight is minimum. I I think a full year, after a full year where he's already been gone, which would constitute the exact same two years that Trevor Bauer got in Major League Baseball, that seems to me to be the favorite now. And if that's the case... The Cleveland Browns will be without Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Here's where it gets into betting. And again, if you're just landing on the show for the first time, I always feel compelled to give the disclaimer. Yes, if you think it's somewhat callous of us to talk about things through betting after such a serious subject, well, that's kind of who we are. Sorry. We don't mean to in any way make light of the serious nature of what that is, but it is our jobs here to say how we can bet this. And so if Deshaun Watson, if you believe that the writing is sort of on the wall now that he's not going to be around for a year. I mean, we can't say this enough. Baker Mayfield ain't walking through that door. Baker Mayfield's not walking through that door, right, Jeff? No, hells no. So the Z, by the way. Their season win total, talking about the Browns now, is at nine. This courtesy of Circa down the street. Season win total is at nine. The over slightly juiced in the very competitive AFC North. AFC North odds to win it, yes, is plus 280. To make the playoffs, though, this is the one that is the most interesting. Again, the yes is plus 125. The no is minus 145. 
And there you see the AFC Championship, 15-1. to But no to make the playoffs is only minus 145, given this latest reporting. As the... And by the way, I don't think Deshaun Watson speaks very well for himself on his behalf here. Like, I don't... Every time I hear him speak, I am not at all swayed. In fact... You know, if anything, I'm more entrenched in the belief that he is going to. I just don't think he, he, he doesn't, he says the words of, of to anyone I've hurt, but he doesn't give the impression that he even is attached to those words. Don't feel heartfelt at all. Maybe it's me. Anyway, the point is, from a betting standpoint, they're in a division, last I checked, with the Baltimore Ravens, the defense, Baltimore Ravens, who were 8-3 before they lost it last year completely. The defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. And oh, by the way, a Pittsburgh Steelers thing that a lot of people have just discarded, thrown into the trash, but was actually without any quarterback play last year. To make the playoffs? Playoffs? Who's going to be their quarterback at that point? Is there a bet here, Jeff? No? Minus 145? You in? We don't. We only have it at Circa. It's available at Circa here. Wouldn't the under nine be, bet, be under better? Under nine than is that? good too. I mean, how are they getting to five over five hundred now with the extra game? How are they getting not only over five hundred to push that? How are they getting to ten if he doesn't play? They're not getting to ten. I mean, that schedule is very difficult for them. Even year. if you, even if you said he's missing half the season, even if you said he's well, missing half yeah. the season, how are they getting to nine? That's just it, it's just out there, just sitting there. And again, as betters, it is your job to get ahead of this before the move, right? As opposed to just letting the actual news come. Now, the 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 timeline on this remains that the NFL is hoping to get this settled and any appeal by the beginning of training camp. So we're talking about a month to have it all done. That's the NFL's hope. By the way, the one other quirk on this. It is most people's impression that Roger Goodell is judge and jury here. That is not the case anymore. Remember, it used to be that Roger Goodell ruled with an iron fist. He made the discipline. He reviewed it. He did the discipline, and that was the end of that. The NFLPA could could appeal. Because of the 2020 collective bargaining agreement, that is no longer the case. Roger Goodell only hears the appeal now. He does not do the investigation. He does not do the discipline. And so whatever is decided by the NFL, only upon appeal would Roger Goodell enter the fray. So that's just one little difference here that people should be aware of on this, for what it's worth, because I know a lot of people are anti-Goodell. But just to let you know, he's actually one step removed from this at this point. So anyway, very be- I would think huge betting opportunities. Both You make a good point, Jeff. Both on the under nine... And to make the playoffs, no, at only minus 145. I'd bet those if he missed half a season. I think he's missing the full season. Really do. And I do think the Trevor Bauer precedent, though they'll never maybe admit it, sort of plays in neatly to this as well. We'll come back. Paul Sporer on Major League Baseball next. Numbers Game Visa the Sports Betting Network. 
the numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN summer special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and live video stream whenever you want it, cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Is Mikhail doing F1 on that as well? Is that included in the package as well, or would we not include the Mikhail F1 place? Well, that's a podcast. By the way, it's Mikhail, not Mikhail. Yes, uh, that, that's the podcast, which uh, Wes Reynolds is also on. They still doing it? Next. Little F1 podcast? Yeah. That's awesome. Racing Lines. Racing Lines. Oh, that's a clever title. That is a clever title. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from uh, Bill Hooker. Should we still be requesting uh, tennis plays at night on Twitter? I stopped during your vacation to uh, respect your privacy during time off. Oh, that's very nice of you, Bill Hooker. Uh, Although we were in uh, the same time zone, would have been nice for me. Don't want to be bothersome, but don't want to miss out either. Bill, that is so kind of you. Don't ever worry about that. Uh, During Wimbledon next week, during Wimbledon, the the fortnight, the two weeks of Wimbledon, which starts next week, uh, absolutely ask me on Twitter. There is, of course, a time zone difference. I'll be happy to give my picks during tennis's third major. The mailman, I believe he's referring to Boncaro here. He says, I already bet him. I'm with you. There's no other choice. If winning basketball games is your objective, Cade 2.0, he calls Boncaro. I'm with you, man. Matthew Mayberry. Isn't Jay Nivey even more of a shot creator? We're going to look back in 10 years, and Ivy and Boncaro are going to have these top two teams uh, super mad about the picks they're about to make of Smith and Holmgren. Yeah, uh, a lot of, uh, lot of uh, simpatico opinions here on the Twitter machine. This is uh, Michael Lafon. He said, uh, Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm, I'm Ron Burgundying here, Jeff, so stand by. Deshaun Watson, his PR team, his legal team have little or no insight into his situation. This is uh, classical sexual addiction. He should follow the model of athletes who got in trouble with drugs and alcohol rehab, 12-step process, assessments, evaluations, but that's not happening. Uh, ben Wilson has, is chiming in, too, by the way, on college baseball questions. Ben Wilson, who was, what, 9-0, and and then he finally lost one yesterday? Yeah, I believe he had the over in the A&M Texas game, which somehow didn't go over. It did, but he got the bad line early. Correct. Yeah, so by the took time the it bad did, number. Yeah, he took Ben. Ben's in, here to, Ben's in here tomorrow, and Ben's in here Friday to talk college baseball with us. Let's talk Major League Baseball. With a great Paul Spore at Spore on Twitter, S-P-O-R-E-R. is uh, the host of the Sleeper on the Bus podcast. And, of course, you can follow him not only on Fangraphs with all his stuff there, but also at twitch.tv slash Spore. It's Paul Spore. How you doing, Paulie? Gil, I'm well. How was your weekend? Uh, it was great. It was beautiful. Went to San Francisco on Saturday. Oh, I don't know awesome. if you know this, but uh, when the weather's nice there, it's uh, it can be gorgeous. And then, uh, the I've weather... been there when the weather's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not nice. It's kind of a different experience. And then yesterday was beautiful, but apparently next week here on uh, the weekend, 106, 107. So That's what we got here in Texas. Yeah, I can't get used to That's it. That's the norm right now. And you got the humidity as well. 
Let well, me... y- yes, but it's worse in places like Houston. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, You're yeah. A... It's like way worse. I'm in Austin, so the, it's uh, not quite as San bad. Francisco light, as we called Austin, Texas, back in the exactly. Day. And now we're full on San Francisco. We got all the worst parts of you guys. And <laughs> the worst. That's right. Everyone from San Francisco called it. And they uh, nailed it. Yeah, you're gonna get the worst it's parts. Too. Trust. Yeah, rents up fifty percent. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, I'm, I'm laughing because I won't, don't want to cry. The, uh, exactly. Let me uh, let, let's get to something. I think I was ending the last conversation we have. I think we threw this in at the end, but I want to like flesh this out. So we're sixty five games ish into the Major League Baseball season. We go to the NL. Remember, expanded playoffs. There's going to be six teams per league, uh, and there's obviously yes no playoff bets that people can make. National League, essentially, there are seven contenders for six positions. I know it's way early to say that and eliminate a lot of teams, but right now it's looking like. Mets, Braves, Phillies, Brewers, Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres, Giants. That is, oh, pardon me, that's eight teams. Uh, Eight teams for six spots. The two teams that don't make it again are, in your opinion? The Phillies and... You can say it. uh, Yeah, no, uh, honestly, the Padres, if Machado's in any trouble. That's my guy. Like I'm not even trying to cater to you know yeah. cater to you with the Giants. Yeah, you can't have no Machado and no Tatis. I don't know what the latest is this morning. Maybe I should have checked. Diagnosed with left ankle sprain, so we don't really know yet exactly where we're at. Yeah, uh, as far as how severe the sprain is and everything, uh, they don't have enough horses without him. He's been carrying the offense, and obviously not literally single-handedly. That's not how it works in baseball. Uh, but he's been pretty close to that because. It's a half lineup there that was desperately waiting to get Tatis back to go with Machado and a few other guys that are performing and kind of supercharge it. Now, if they're going to be waiting for both of them to come back at an indetermined time, I don't know that they have the horses to do it. I, I really don't. And that would be my con- my concern there with the Padres. The one thing that would help is that Preller's not going to take his foot off the gas and we'll see what they can do either by calling up prospects or moving those prospects to reinforce. But I am going to say it's one of those NL West teams there. I do like the cards and the brewers and uh, the Braves are playing a lot more like a defending, defending champion right now lately too. X-rays negative on uh, Machado's ankle. So they died. Anything on an MRI though, because Mm. honestly X-rays that would have, that would have determined like a a bone break, which I wasn't as concerned about. I was worried about like an Achilles popping or, or or some tendons popping. So I kind of want to know where we're at with an MRI if they've taken one and, Paul Spore. I, I don't know. It, it was scary. Also a physician, Paul Spore. I like it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Just picked up enough from following sports over the years yeah. to, to sound, uh, you know, to, to not sound completely stupid. Unless some uh, medical people are like, no, you sound like a total idiot. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the MRI is what we really need to know if anything's happened with the ligaments and whatnot. The x-rays being negative are good, so no ankle or foot break. But we're not out of the woods yet with Machado. Yeah, and Mookie, by the way, Mookie Betts cracked a rib, ran into Cody yes. Bellinger. But that will be two weeks, so shouldn't be too long. Yeah, for maybe him. an extra week at max, I would think, if he's still a little tender. But we should be good. Okay, and I assume when I gave, I shouldn't assume, but I, I, I believe when I gave those eight teams in the National League, that Marlins, Nationals, Pirates, Cubs, Reds, D-backs, Rockies, you're okay eliminating them from the sweepstakes. Yeah, there, there's just no real reason to be in on them right now. 
you know, the Marlins hit like an offensive surge. They have a positive uh, run differential. They've got some elements there, but it would be kind of like one of those Cinderella summers as opposed to a true contender. So if they fight their way back in, we'll give them their due. But for now, they're on the outside looking in, too. Same with the D-backs. Yeah, and by the way, so for those yes-no playoffs, like you can get good prices on teams like the Giants, who again have – have surged once again. That uh, that sweep of the Dodgers seems to propel them. In the American League, it's a little more complicated. Um, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Twins, Guardians. I'll include the White Sox for the purposes of this conversation, and then the Astros. And I guess I have to include kicking the, out the Angels. I guess I have to include the Angels. So that's nine teams vying mm-hmm. for six. Who are the three that miss it there? Uh, Angels Red and White Sox. Sox. Angels and White Sox. Not even five hundred, by the way, at this point. True, true. They're they're both under. Uh, you know, Angels obviously gave away all of their goodness with the with the losing streak. White Sox lose a big player every day. It seems to injury, and they're not playing their best. But I'm going to go Red Sox. I, I still don't trust that pitching, <laughs> and I, this is repeats from last year. They're going to look dumb again. But I, I don't think so. I really don't. Uh, I just don't. They, they they can't keep running with this pitching, and then. I kind of want to believe in this Guardians team, so I'm actually going to say I'll, I'll say the Angels because they always disappoint. I want to, I want that one to be wrong. I want the Angels in the playoffs, but I am worried about them now after the losing streak. They gave away all of the goodness that they had. Now they have to fight all the way the rest of the way. Rendon's gone. Not that he was a big part of it, but now you're living precariously. That pitching was already a little bit nerve wracking. So for me, I was thinking like with the banked wins, they have a good shot to make the playoffs now because. If the pitching kind of gives up, you know, a little bit and comes back to the pack, they'll be fine. But now that they start all the way back at zero or even below zero, I think the Angels are in trouble because that pitching is a little too shaky. So on record, your Angels, Guardians, and Red Sox—is that what you said? Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, Angels I pick three. Yeah, three out. Angels, Red Sox, Angels. I'm gonna throw out the White Sox. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, on, the, the I'm on this Guardians train. Okay, it's, it's not just Ramirez by himself offensively. They got some offense. They've always had the pitching. I, I'm kind of in on them. I was mentioning them as a sneaky team. Now I will my I will point out. I just kicked out my my World Series winner. I picked the Angels to win the World Series, <laughs> and I just well, kicked them out of the playoffs. But it, it's how I feel, though. I'm, I really am nervous about that. All team. right, and Guardians to win the division. You can get it. We we quoted plus four fifty last week. I'm not sure what it is right at this moment, but they're plus money still and good plus yeah. money. Would you play that? I'm certainly open to it. Yeah, like I, 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 it's not like a heavy play, but you think about it. They've got the pitching. They always do. They have reinforcements if if guys you know fall off. They got a lot of guys that are kind of similar. They're going to get Savali back. Let's see if he gets back on track. And like I said, it's not a one man offense anymore. Okay, Guardians plus four hundred to make uh, to win the division. Real quick, because we got to run. Your favorite bet of the day is it to fade the Padres without Machado? Yeah, let's go ahead and fade the Padres and and get that Lance Lynn at DraftKings. Give him one more shot. It's fifty eight hundred. He's really low price. Let's see if he's back or not. And if if he's crummy again this time. Then we can move off of the landslide, but he's still too cheap at DraftKings. I got to take a shot. Thank you, Paulie. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gil. Take Paul, care. Paul Spore at Spore on Twitter. Coming back with Wes Reynolds on the U.S. Open one more time. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows at hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander, top of the hour. The Lombardi line hosted by Patrick Maher and this gentleman in about 15 minutes. The glue that holds it all together, the Swiss Army Knife, also co-host of Long Shots, the greatest golf betting show there ever was. It's Wes Reynolds, everybody. How you doing, Wes? Good morning, Gil. How are you? I'm doing well. Did you have Matthew Fitzpatrick? I did. Yes. As a matter of fact, I had uh, I had one, two, three going into the final round with Fitzpatrick, Zaltoris, and also John Rahm. John Rahm, surprisingly enough, he was the guy that faded. Of the three, he ended mm-hmm. up, I believe, finishing T12 because I said, okay, you know, 
proverbial gun gun to head here, you know, who do you think's going to win of those three? I would say John Rahm because he's done it before. And he did it last year. Remember, he made a double on Saturday, was three back, and then ended up coming back birdie in the 17th and 18th on Sunday and winning. So I thought he's the most sure bet of Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick, who, oh, by the way, not only were trying to get a major, but their first win on American soil. Ever. Yeah, Yeah. so they don't have PGA Tour wins, even though this isn't a PGA Tour event per se. It's USGA sanctioned, but... You know, Matt Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris, a, a great show. Scotty Scheffler certainly a part of that mix, oh. and he was the guy that was the danger man for me that yeah. I was worried about. It's like, that's, I don't really have a piece of this guy, and this would I not had. be good. Yeah, I had Scheffler. <laughs> I had Scheffler, who seemed spooked by the first few holes mm-hmm. of that back nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just yesterday. Yeah, yeah but, Saturday yeah. as well. Saturday yeah. is when he had a two-shot lead, I think, through ten holes. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is the guy. And then I hearken back to our conversation we've had a couple times on this program, Gil. Is Scotty Scheffler like built different? Yes. Maybe. And I was like, you know what? Maybe Gil's right. Maybe he is built different because I'm always, you know, not want to go that route in terms of like, okay, this guy's on a roll right now. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I don't want to, you know, get too far ahead of the skis here, but this guy's really good and he's only like 25 years old and this guy's going to win a lot more. And you know what? I know he didn't win yesterday, but Will Zalatoris is going to get there. So let me ask you two questions. One is about Fitzpatrick reminding us, reminding us, if you would, what it was about him that made you have bets here on this particular course in this event. But the other one is about Will Zalatoris second place now in three majors. And as you point out, still hasn't won a tour event. Mm -hmm. Do we have uh, just off the top of your head, a historical equivalent for this? Gosh, I, and one doesn't come to mind, at least immediately. I'm sure that there, that there is, but you know, I was having a, a text, a little chat after the tournament was over with uh, Kelly Bidlin, producer extraordinaire mm-hmm. of primetime action right here on VEASAN. And he also had Matt Fitzpatrick and we were going back and forth on Zalatoris. It's like, you know what, Kelly, I'm probably going to bet him again yep. for the open. Because if you look uh, most total strokes gained through the first three majors of this year, Will Zalatoris, number one, Rory McIlroy, Matt Fitzpatrick, Scotty Scheffler, just behind. So the thing about Zalatoris, and I kind of said to Kelly, it's like, we're hoping he doesn't get into like Xander Shoffley syndrome where he gets close. And I hope not. It just gets hard to break yeah. through. However, the one difference I think was Zalatoris and Shoffley and not that Shoffley has not been in fights, but I mean, he has kind of come from the back and, you know, maybe backdoored those top fives. You know, when you look at that record in terms of his major record, like, you know, he's never finished out of the top five or top seven, rather, at the U.S. Open. Some of those are kind of like he just kind of hangs around, but he's not like right in the fight. Whereas Zalatoris was right in the fight this weekend at the U.S. Open. He was right in the fight at the PGA. He was in the playoff against Justin Thomas, the 2021 Masters, where he was right there with Matsuyama. So Zalatoris does have the scar tissue here. He has been in these fights. He's been close, hasn't gotten it done, but the guy just keeps coming back. I mean, that was devastating to lose the playoff at the PGA. So what does he Brutal. do? He misses the cut the very next week at Colonial. And then the next event at Memorial, he gets the top five. So it's like he's got the resiliency. And he's got, I think, the toughness to where I just, I don't know how much longer it's going to be before he breaks through. I thought the putt on 17 was going in. I certainly thought the putt on 18 mm-hmm. was going in. What about the one one more thing about Zal Torres? There was this dissonant f- sort of stat thing they were throwing out, which is his putting, he's like 129th right. or whatever it was. And then they, they, they simultaneously threw up the, the stat 
that he also has gone the longest without three putting of anybody mm-hmm. on tour. He so, puts better in the majors. Yeah. So what? That was what I was going to ask you. Does is it that he puts better in the majors and we see him in the clutch putting on the biggest stages, or that he just misses a lot of really short putts a lot of the time that makes those two? Mm -hmm. stats possible together. It's probably a little bit of both because look, that's what most young players, you know, there's always outliers. Like remember Jordan Spieth when he first came on the scene and he won three majors. It's like, this guy just makes everything, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's what it was. He just scrambles and somehow finds a way, but most young players, you could see it and you could see it a little bit on Saturday with Colin Morikawa. A lot of these young upstarts are such great ball strikers. They're such great iron players. Zalatoris, I believe over the last 36 rounds, coming into this weekend's U.S. Open was number one in the model. And I know you guys on primetime action, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, you know, we run the models every week in certain stats, and we always have approach as part of it. Mm-hmm. Last 36 rounds, he was number one on strokes gain approach, and you saw very good iron shots yesterday from Will Zalatoris. So, yeah, it's it's just random, I think, Gil. There's, it's hard to explain. It, it was very hard to, to sort of uh... – sort of reconciled. And what was it about Fitzpatrick again? Was it the increased distance that made you want to jump on him on this? Well, I mean, number one, I mean, these narratives don't usually come true, but he did have a win on this golf course as a 19-year-old amateur when he was playing at Northwestern. He won the U.S. Amateur in 2013. Now the third guy, only the third person, I should say, to win a U.S. Amateur and a U.S. Open on the same course. Jack Nicklaus did it on the men's side at Pebble Beach. Julie Angster at Bandon Dunes in Kansas also did it. And now Matt Fitzpatrick. But I just thought this was the type of course, putting aside that he won back there in 2013 for the amateur, this was the type of course that was really good for him in the fact that a U.S. Open is Matt Fitzpatrick's wheelhouse, I think, even though he had never won it or really contended before, because he avoids mistakes, he avoids the catastrophic mistake. And he also avoids bogeys. He was number one in my model, 36 holes for bogey avoidance, also for or 36 rounds, I should say, and also 24 rounds. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do at the U.S. Open. You've got to make 10 to 15 foot par saves. And that's what Matt Fitzpatrick was able to do. And then, of course, it helped that he made that 50 foot bomb that that gave him the go share of the lead. But that's exactly what you have to do. You're not going to win the U.S. Open by making birdies. Like Matt Fitzpatrick is not the type of player that wins a birdie fest where it's like you got to be 25 under par to win, like on a boilerplate PGA Tour event. He's a guy that grinds it out, gets pars. It also helps that in the final round, you hit 17 of 18 greens and regulation on a major championship <laughs> Sunday. Help, yeah. Who does that? <laughs> no, nobody does that. And he led the category in the week. He led for strokes gained off the tee. You mentioned his power. Yeah. He has gained power. And you look at the guy. He's not a yoke dude like Bryson DeChambeau. It's 165 pounds soaking wet. But somehow, some way, he's added power. I think Dan Hicks on NBC said he's averaged about 10 yards more on distance. I was like, I'm going to take the over on yeah, that. Yeah, I'll take Because this guy's become a bomber. I mean, those he, incredible shots he hit on those reachable par fours. Yeah, PETA had the numbers on his Twitter. He was on earlier. It's 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 way more than 10 yards, it's pretty, which, which really doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's really amazing to do this. Um, while on tour like that. And as you said, uh, Fitzpatrick hits the 50-footer on 13. It's the 19-footer on 15. And then, of course, that shot from the fairway bunker on 18 that will live in infamy, live in U.S. Open uh, lore, I should say, not in infamy, but in lore, where he was able to put it within 
18 feet of the pin, Mm -hmm. which was just the shot of the tournament. Well, all three of those were shots of the tournament, but that one certainly will will stick with us. Uh, Last thing, because we only have a minute left here, and and you're coming on with Patrick, and I don't want to take everything, but the all-too-early, three weeks ahead of time, Open Championship, golf's final major, coming up at St. Andrews. I'll just ask the Tiger question. I'll let you and Patrick suss out more of it. Tiger a part of this in your in your thinking? I have to think so, because one of the things about Tiger Woods is that he is a student of history, and he is very cognizant of history. He's won there at St. Andrews before. He knows St. Andrews, what do they call it, the home of golf, right? Yeah. It was invented over there. So he's going to do everything he can, I think, to play this event. And also, I wonder, and I know he hasn't made a ton of public comments about it, I wonder if just his presence is kind of like a statement, like, Yeah, I'm not interested in this new live golf tour. And I think he's kind of said as such, you know, in a very politically correct way, you know, but he turned down the money to go there. And I think he, he almost feels like, okay, I'm the voice in this game still, even though I'm not out here every single week, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to make my presence felt and be with the guys and be with the normal guys on the tour. And also the fact that, I think he wants to play St. Andrews one more time. And I think he feels like even not in peak form, he has a chance because he has such a great history there. It's going for a 16th major, everybody. All right, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Never count Eldrick Tiger Woods out. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate it, man. Good to be with you. You too. Wes Reynolds and Patrick Maher hosting the Lombardi Line next from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.